Hey, 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 guys. How you doing tonight? It's your favorite boy. Alright. Let's get this started. What I wanted to speak about today is, well, tonight is, you know, one of the biggest threats uh, to humankind today. It's uh, mental health. And, um, you know, it's, it's very, very common these days and, you know, from loneliness to, to some stigma issues to work-related burnouts, you know, there, there's a lot, a lot of ground that we can cover and we're not doing, we're not doing much about it. You know, it's easy to, to just post uh on instagram when it when it was you know mental health day you know i i could see a lot of lot of posts coming in you know people supporting it everything but the thing is is i don't think that our integrated care is 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 the future of healthcare historically western medicine uh, separated our mental and behavioral illness from physical illness it is reflected in how today's care public health care systems hospitals staff you know they intend to treat physical health problems they they don't really look at the mental stuff that much but I know that I had a couple of friends that that um, you know had these issues. It, it's a it's a silent killer, you know. We have a the world lacks mental health education. I, I've seen a thread that that's like um, research. Mm, there's like um, a team of doctors, you know, stuff like that. Uh, they did a research, like a power thought that 50% of mental illness in adult life starts before age 15. So that's, that's very young, you know, you don't even know what you're doing in the world that you're, you're in high school, right? 15 and uh, 75% by age 18. So, you know, you're older, but you're still young. You have no idea what you're doing. And this is one of the many reasons that, uh, primary school teachers across the globe they're fighting to promote positive mental health in their schools and classrooms and that's really nice because we lack it we we we, we need to augment this care we need to augment this focus it's a silent killer because you don't know if uh, your neighbor next door, your best friend, your brother, your sister, mom, I don't, you know, anyone, anyone, because they, uh, they notice that, that people who are, who have these fragmented mental slash physical issues, they are most likely going to hide it. They're not going to tell you because 
they don't they lack self-confidence they lack their their emotional well-being you know the strategies to to cope uh, against stressful situations and and then that's 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 a big big issue and i'm i'm very very glad that um we're finally getting to to more and more health programs available for children um mindfulness based course trainings empowering you know to tap into this so-called power of their minds and controlling their thoughts and emotions because it's just that i mean it's it's a very easy thing to say it's very hard to do but it's just that you have to step back look at yourself in the mirror and uh just start working on it because it is inside of you it's it's your your own thought your own being entity uh there's a there's a very cool thread that is about color psychology and um for example like if you're trying to lose weight the 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 you know the blue the color of the sky the light blue bluish color it can be the color that can at least help you lose weight it effectively has some extraordinary effects effectively extraordinary effects nice um it has some nice effects on the mood um because you know you you're walking around well you know really walking we're not really walking around anymore uh since the lockdown well not the lockdown but the virus and we're going to go on lockdown again we don't know uh before <laughs> in the older days we 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 go we go out we see color all around us you know and apparently different colors that you can see all day long they have a greater effect on moods feelings behavior and you're not even you're not even conscious you're not even realizing this you're just you know picking it up picking it in picking it out you know it's it's it, this is this is the energy this is the frequency that humans have and i believe that this is one of the frequencies that can help help um people with with you know mental illness depression and uh you know just very very important stuff and very very serious stuff if not treated right and uh on time and so um you know it's 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 kind of like this this worldwide epidemic that we're experiencing right now with the uh, covid-19 this poor mental health and uh, related illnesses have been the worldwide epidemic for for a very long time i mean while depression is the condition most will associate with mental health issues and the leading cause of disability let's say it is not the number one mental health concern people face and i think we all know this one the number one 
sparkles to everyday anxiety. Um, estimated 275 million people suffer from anxiety disorders. That's around 3-4% of the global population, right? And uh, around 62% of those suffering from anxiety are female. You know? And then we have... We have uh, the, the, the anxiety disorder can follow different courses, but um, if you're experiencing it in, in a longer period of time and you're not doing anything about it, it actually is going to affect your apprehension, your motor attention, your, your, your function of the body itself, your, your activity. Um, you're going to be so, so, let's say, every, every light, every kind of light, natural or unnatural, is going to bother you. You're, you're going to have, you can have abnormally rapid breathing, high heart rate, and dizziness, dry mouth. It's, this is, these are all things that, that are very, very, you know, that's, just not good and you don't feel good when you're experiencing this and you know by by that they say by 2030 the cost to the global economy for mental health problems could amount to i think uh i'm just checking it right now yeah 16 trillion dollars <laughs> so it's funny you know how is the world confronting these challenges you know they're 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 becoming a blight they're becoming a, a, the biggest infection we've ever seen. What I wanted to say is, is COVID nineteen is. I agree. It's a, it's 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 a virus that we don't we have no idea what, what's it what's it about because, um, if you don't have it, it's it's not, you know, you don't you can't do anything about it. You just have to have it if. They can they can analyze it if you have it. So they they I think they pull up like um, fragments of your DNA. They multiply it and then they look for the strings of the virus itself. But if you're if you don't have it, then then they can't do anything about it. Um, if we go on lockdown again, if we go on 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 so we're we're already on social distancing. This is affecting the mental health of people around the world, and, and it's, I mean, maybe it's, some people will think that this is a bad thing that I'm just going to say, but social distancing is, you know, the number one restriction that we must not have it's a basic human right you know it's the full extent of what we do we are made we are made to communicate we are made to to hug people we are made to kiss each other we're made to do all these things we are not robots so i'm saying this because the virus is still here and it's gonna be here for the next what two, three, five, four, six, seven years. 
I have no idea what's going to happen then. But, uh, you know, for even, even those who are diagnosed, they don't always receive the right treatment, you know. I'm speaking about depression, I'm speaking about mental issues here. Health systems have not uh, responded to the burden of these disorders, you know, and as the consequence, the gap between the need for treatment and its provision is, is you know, all over the world. It's, if you're poor, you're dead. And uh, we don't focus on things... Um, I'm not going to say that are more important. It's just that we've based everything on the virus that we have no idea what it's about. And we just are forgetting our basic human rights. And it's not good. This is not good. Effectively dealing with a stressful situation can improve our overall health. And, uh, you know, it can better prepare us for the future because life is is what they say it doesn't get easier you just get stronger and you, you start realizing more and more stuff around you physical emotional um and you start realizing that you cannot have an influence on everything and it wouldn't be good because you would just go mad first day mm. Some researchers at Yale, um, they did find an answer. Well, uh, one answer. They found that stress reduces the volume of gray matter in the areas of the brain responsible for self-control. So experiencing stress makes it more difficult to deal with future stress because it's just kicking you down every time you're under under any type of stress it's it's diminishing your ability to take control of the situation uh, it's lowering your iq it's lowering your problem solving skills this is all a problem for for people who have jobs that are you know let's say highly critical and uh, highly dependable, uh, highly dependable on, on problem-solving skills, you know. So, you know, it's it's a vicious cycle, and um, it's it's actually what they say. In in short, right, William James. This is uh, a American philosopher, psychologist. He works. Um, I don't know where he works, but I found this this thread. It's a very interesting thread, World Economic Forum. He says, The greatest weapon against stress is the ability to choose one thought over another. What does this mean? It means that we can choose what we want to say, what we want to respond to any kind of external thought, any kind of external question from the world um, because the brain allows it to mold the change and rebuild damaged areas as you practice these new behaviors 
Implementing healthy stress relieving techniques also can train your brain to handle stress more effectively and decrease um, the effects from uh, from it in the future. So, so these these strategy, strategies are say no. Sometimes you just gotta disconnect in the world that we live in today. So, so much technology, we're surrounded by it. Uh, you don't go around, and you just, if you step outside, immediately, immediately you see some kind of um, tech-based, tech-wise something tech. It's everything is tech these days. So taking some time off the grid helps you to keep your stress under control, you know, and it, it actually helps you live in the moment again, you know, when you make yourself available to work 24-7, which is happening to people right now because they're starting to work from home. Well, they 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 are not starting, they, they started a long while ago, and, um, you know, you're in your house and you have this comfort of your home and okay you're working and then you look at the watch you look at the clock and it's you've been sitting at the desk for at least 12 hours so you're, you're exposing yourself to a constant constant attacking of, of of your stress receptors you know so you have to force yourself to go online offline and and, and you know and even even throw your phone away, flush it down the toilet, turn it, turning it off, just get a break. Because studies have shown that something as simple as like email break over the weekend can lower stress levels. I can confirm this. It does really happen. It does really happen, and it helps because I hate when I don't switch off my Outlook. Uh, notifications on, on on the laptop and you know come Saturday I wake up everything's good I hear the sound it's the worst sound in the world here on a Saturday I don't want to work I don't want to watch emails I don't want to look at it no hell no so besides besides you know disconnecting um, work-related stuff there's a lot of uh, there's one one really really important factor it is neutralizing toxic people because um, dealing with toxic people with difficult people is, is, is you know it's frustrating because they keep uh, they keep exhausting you on a daily basis it's very very stressful mm. Energy, energy demon, <laughs> energy vampires, I call them. You know, you, the way you control your interactions with, with toxic people is by keeping your feelings in check, uh, keeping steady ground, you know. When you need to confront someone of this sort, you need to approach the situation like um, rationally, and you need to identify your own emotions and keep them at bay. You don't allow anger or frustration to fuel the so-called chaos. Um, a good, good, um, let's say a good test is to always consider 
that difficult person's standpoint and perspective so that you can maybe find solutions and some uh, common ground. You know, even when things go completely off the grid, you can take the toxic person and they say with a grain of salt to avoid letting him uh, or her bring you down. Brings me to the other advice how to deal with stuff is you don't hold grudges. You don't hold grudges against these people, against good people, against bad people, against anyone who ever done you wrong. Because negative emotions inside your body come with a holding and that is equals that equals a, a very high stress response you know just thinking about any any kind of negative event sends your body into a fight or flight mode a, a kind of a survival mechanism it forces you to stand up and and basically fight or run run for for the clouds run for the hills when faced with a threat, when faced with this event, you know, and when the threat is imminent, when the person who've done you wrong is very close to you, um, the reaction is, 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 you know, is you're either going to punch him or her, hopefully not, uh, you know, and, and, and it's, it's, this is, this is survival. This is basic survival of, of the human body. And that's why it's very, very bad to hold any kind of grudges to, to anyone because you don't, you don't affect it. You can't do anything about it anymore. It happened. It's in the past. It's, it's not gonna, it's not, it's ancient history and holding on to that. It wrecks your body. It, it, it can have devastating health consequences over time. Um, some researchers at, um, at I think Emory Emory University have shown uh, that holding on to these uh, things, holding on to grudges, contributes to high blood pressure, which equals heart disease, um, and and. You know, I mean, heart disease, come on, that's, that's enough, right? Uh, it's, it's something that will make you feel better, but it's going to improve your health as well. So you need to put things into perspective when, when dealing with stress, because worries come from everyday life. It comes from your perception of millions of millions of, of events. So before you spend too much time uh, dwelling at night, when when uh, you can't sleep because someone said something to you and it takes three hours away from your sleep. And, you know, if you're not sure that you need to do this or this or that, you need to put things into logical perspective you need to try to start looking for clues and the the root issue of the um of the worry let's say so that maybe your anxiety is not proportional 
it is just a, it acts as, let's say, a level that that's attempting to tackle you, but it's not really that big of a deal. You know, if you're if you're uh, if you're just thinking, oh, everything is going wrong, or nothing will work out. That's the level that's tackling you. It's some, you know, it's a, like a little demon knocking on your door saying, oh yeah, it's nothing is going wrong. Your day is going to be horrible. Thank you and goodbye. Uh, a good way to correct this, and it's uh, it's a very unproductive thought, but a great way to, to fix this is to create a thought pattern. You know, just make a list of all the specific things that are actually going wrong or not working out, and, and you need to prioritize them. And uh, usually when people do this, they come up with only just one or two things. They don't come up with 17 million things that keeps them awake at night because they overthink it and then they crumble it down into millions and millions of fragments of seeing little scenes, little ideas, little this and little that. Um, it's the key to keeping your cool, you know. It's, it's to remember that your feelings are exaggerating. They're they're all over the place. They're you know they're um, see looking at the situation at this and the scope of the whole situation. The the, the it's much more limited than it might appear. So I hope that these um, these tricks of the trade that I've learned over the years will help you as well because. Um, it's, it's just about bringing it all, uh, bring it all. Stupid. Can't even pronounce that right. Taking it all together. <laughs> all right. And, uh, just putting it in one bag. It is, uh, you know, it, it, from the looks of it, it seems like a simple strategy, but, uh, when you start to implement it, you will see some difficulties. You will see that it is a rocky road um, when your mind is is clouded by with with stress. So you force yourself to to attempt them the next time. So all these advices, tricks of the trades, right? So the next time your head is spinning, just keep it in in a place. Use logic. Use the support system. Uh, like I said before, put things into perspective, write a list, get a whiteboard, something that you know will help you. If you're visually uh, good with stuff, then write it down, make a drawing, you know, something that will help you uh, ground yourself, you know, and then you will reap some benefits that come with discipline, stress management. That's what they call it. Thank you very much. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, we need to work together because you never know what's what, what some someone is going through. You never know what.
people have as as problems we you, you never know the pain let's say the pain behind someone's eyes and yet they look happy they look happy people you know you see them smile you see them laugh you see them make jokes uh what you don't see is is when they come home when they close the door of their room that's that's where what we need to take care of you know we need to take care of people from people so we need to take care of each other it starts with us it doesn't start with I'm sorry to say this, but it doesn't start with the government, doesn't start with companies, doesn't start with anyone. It starts with us. We need to help each other. We're not robots. And no robot is going to help mentally ill a mentally ill person. It's the human love. And that's it. That's it.